Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It's 5 January 2023. It's 12 degrees out here on the river. Going to be another cold day, and we got surgery. Hey, I want to send a shout-out to my PA, Damon Green. Damon just found out that he was awarded the last year's PA, Physician Assistant, PA of the Year Award in Wyoming. That's of all the PAs in Wyoming, he was nominated and selected as the, the best PA in the state of Wyoming last year. And we hired him in July and brought him to Great Plains, and he's working with me now. And I just got to tell you, that's it'd be like the Yankees hiring Derek Jeter to be their shortstop. Like, Damon is the man. He's a great PA, great Christian family. They love the Lord. I shouted out his son, James, yesterday. And then later that day, I found out about Damon receiving this great honor. And uh, just uh, it's just great to work with somebody at the top of this game. And um, whatever you do for a living, friend, I hope that uh, people take note of the good work that you do. Um, and take an example from somebody like Damon. He's humble. He's quiet. He never really raises a ruckus. He just does his job. He's, he's a self-starter and he's honest and has a lot of skill and what he does. And he's, you know... 20 years, 18, 20 years into his profession. He's just at the very top of his game. So congratulations, Damon. And um, friend, wherever you are, send a shout out um, to somebody in your world. Notice what people do. Um, we don't always get big awards and plaques and, and that sort of thing, but but it's wonderful when somebody sees us and takes note of us and gives us a little pat on the back. And it just feels good when somebody recognizes the good work that you do. And Damon got one of those days yesterday. And I hope that you can be the kind of person that looks around and notices people people in your world and and if there's some some uh, employee of the week or some uh, some shout out your company or your job or your hospital or wherever you work has that you can nominate colleagues or peers for little pats on the back here and there uh, do that take a shot and uh, give people some recognition Damon got some big recognition yesterday congratulations Damon we are really proud of you and so grateful that you're here in North Platte Nebraska helping us take good care of people listen friend it's uh, dry January, right? We did we did this new thing November. We got into Isaiah 43, and we talked about how God wants us to stop looking back and start looking forward and let go of the former things and, and look into the thing He wants to do that's new. And then we spent December talking about letting Him dry up some places in your life that have been recurring themes of chains and, and difficulties for you. And whatever that looked like for you, if you decided to do that, then you got to January, and you're saying, okay, it's, it's time to go, right? Let's jump start. Let's get after it. And if you really did that, if you decided you were going to crucify some stuff and bury some stuff and let God try to grow some new things in your life in January, and this is January 5th. And historically, when we try to do new things or have New Year's resolutions or try to get rid of habits or start new habits, the, the, the failure point is three to seven days. Like a lot of people try something new and then they hit some discouragement and it just, it just starts to be hard. And I just want to tell you that if you're Doing something big like getting rid of alcohol or getting rid of caffeine or trying to quit smoking or trying to stop gambling or trying to stop using websites that you ought not to be on or shopping too much or any of those things. If you're if you're trying to start a new habit of becoming more active, this is about the time, day day four, five, six, seven, you're going to hit some inertia. It's going to get hard. But I also want to give you the flip side of that today. For about five minutes, we're going to do a little trauma rounds. I just want to give you a little idea to, to have in your mind about what it starts to feel like when you recognize that you're waking up. When you, we've talked a lot before about, about numbing behaviors and how the, the problem with using numbing behaviors is that you numb your whole life. And so if you use alcohol, for example, to numb yourself so you don't have to think about certain things, the problem is you can't selectively numb, so you become numb to other parts of your life too. 
And when you start to wake up, you wake up to everything. So if, if you have been covering up some hard thing with some other thing, some alternative or surrogate, remember what I always tell you, surrogates are for suckers. And the problem is, as you start to wake up, you're going to find yourself coming alive in all those areas. Okay, so you're going to start to actually have to deal with the things that you were trying not to deal with. But what's going to happen if you're paying attention is you'll start noticing a much better ability to deal with them because you're not also having to deal with the tomorrow tax of what you did yesterday to try not to deal with them. Does that make sense? We're going to talk just a little bit about that, a little bit more about Erwin McManus's book. The genius of Jesus, and we're going to have a song from Brandon Lake called The House of Miracles, because I think that's what God's trying to do. He's trying to create some miracles in lives this year. He's trying to give us the year of his favor. He's trying to help us change our minds and change our lives, and he's trying to help us start today. Let's take it away, Lisa. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. All right, so we're here on January 5th, okay? And if you're trying to do something new, if you're trying to wake up, you're trying to get rid of some things that have been holding you back, this is when you're going to start to hit some inertia. And I just want to encourage you. You don't have to make a thousand decisions around that thing, okay? You just have to make one. You have to set your intention today. Don't don't think about day seven, day eight, day 100, day 365. If you're uh, a person who uses a substance or you're a person who uses some behavior to numb yourself, don't think about the fact that you got to do it for the rest of your life. Just think about today. Make one decision. Okay, And what's going to start happening as you make those good decisions every day is that you're going to start to feel more and more like the lights are coming back on in your life. Okay, I've talked to a lot of addicts. I've talked to a lot of people who struggle with um, overwhelming addictions or uh, difficulties with spending too much money or difficulties with uh, inappropriate relationships. And what happens is they say start not using those things as surrogates. They start waking up and seeing the light around them and seeing what's true. Because over time, what happens is if you keep numbing yourself, you start to sort of only deal with the the day you have to get through and then engaging in the numbing behavior so you can shut your brain off and then do it all again the next day. And you never actually move the ball forward on your life and the actual issues that you're trying to keep yourself from having to feel. So what's going to start happening is the light's going to start coming on. And the verse I'm going to think about today is Ephesians chapter 5, 13 through 14. He says, but when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. That stuff that's been in the darkness is going to start showing up now. 
For anything, Paul says, for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus is going to honor your decision to dry this stuff up, to stop, let, to, to let go of the former things, to hold on to his new thing, to seek his year of favor, to seek his blessing and, and help in your life, to, to make those promises come true for you. He's going to shine some lights on some things that you've been trying not to deal with. And it's going to be time to deal with them, okay? Whatever it is, finally get your house in order. Finally repair that relationship. Finally just end that relationship. Finally go get some help for your trouble. Whatever it is, it's going to be time to shine some light on it. And it's going to be hard. But guess what he says? You will rise from the dead. It'll be like you're coming alive. And it's going to feel like a miracle. Brandon Lake's song, House of Miracles. Because this is a house of miracles. We we bring everything to the feet of Jesus. We put everything under the name of Jesus, and he will take care of it. But you have to come alive. You have to be willing to feel it all. Isaiah chapter 60 says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is on the people, but the Lord rises upon you. And his glory appears over you. See, you've been in the dark for a long time. If, if there's been something that's been a chain on your life, it's been a, a drag, a, a burden. Hebrews 12 says, cast off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. If you've been dealing with something like that for a long time, you lost a child, your, your, your wife left, your husband died, you, you got into some kind of financial trouble, you lost your job, you developed a, a tumor that, that became the thing that's going to end your life and you're struggling with that grief process or you're losing somebody, whatever happened, okay, whatever's going on, you you dealt with that by choosing a numbing behavior, by choosing something to not have to deal with it every day. And over time, the thing that you were using to not have to deal with it became the thing that your life was about, Okay. And now it's time to break that chain and cast it off because God has a new thing for you, friend. And I just want to share the good news with you today is that the light's going to start coming on. So how do we do it? How do we do it? How do we choose that thing every day that make that decision that's going to help us? It seems overwhelming sometimes. But Erwin McManus's book, The Genius of Jesus, and I'm really praying that I get him on the podcast. I'm, we've reached out to the publicist and we're working on that. This is an incredible book, The Genius of Jesus, The Man Who Changed Everything. I just finished it yesterday. Tremendous book. But he's talking about in one chapter of the book. Talking about sort of legalism versus doing good. And Jesus was always engaging with the Pharisees who they were all about strict keeping of the written law. And they had all these, not just the law that God gave, but they had 600 and some odd extra rules that they had made that they used to try to make sure that nobody strayed from the actual law that God gave. So it wasn't really Jesus was challenging their religion, he or challenging God's words. He was challenging their man-made rules, their legalistic rules that they had created and what he challenged them with was there's a difference between being right and doing good sometimes and there's an example of when jesus would they would ask him is it okay to heal on the sabbath you know he had a guy that had a shriveled hand and it was a sabbath day and, and jesus healed him and the pharisees were like hey you're not supposed to do any work on the sabbath that was wrong and he said well would any of you if your daughter fell into a pit would you not rescue her because it was the sabbath day like the, the, he called them out for their hypocrisy because of course you would. If your kid fell into a hole, you wouldn't say, well, I got to wait till tomorrow to get you out because it's the Sabbath day and we're not supposed to work on the Sabbath day, right? You wouldn't do that. Even he, he even points out, even if your lamb fell into the pit, wouldn't you rescue it? 
He, he made a point to them that sometimes the good thing is not necessarily the quote-unquote right thing according to your interpretation of the rule book, right? So Erwin McManus talks about this idea, the difference between the right and the good, and sometimes we, we get so fired up about trying to do what we think is the right thing. If you're trying to change your habits, for example, you get so guilty about it that you end up doing the thing anyway to stop feeling guilty about the fact that you're struggling with not doing it. <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking about if you're a person who struggles with anything that you're trying to get rid of. So McManus reminds me of what Tony Robbins said. If you want to feel better, do better. Chris Hodges, our old pastor um, from Church of the Highlands in Alabama, used to say feelings um, – Actions lead and feelings follow. So I had a little brain cramp. Actions lead and feelings follow. So you don't necessarily feel like doing the right thing or feel like doing the good thing. But if you start just doing good things, then you start feeling better about it on the back end. And that's true with your brain chemistry, too. When you do good things, your brain chemistry changes, which makes you want to do more good things. So McManus says, what are you good at? And which of those things that you're good at would allow you to do the most good in the world? Whatever the answer is to those questions, that's the good that you must do. Being right is all about you, but doing good is about others. When the right is at war with the good, always choose the good. And here's the punchline. The genius of Jesus is that he makes the profound painfully obvious with each of his encounters he made the right thing to do so clear do the good that is right in front of you it may seem simple but really it's a stroke of genius and if you're concerned about sin try shifting your focus away from what you should stop doing and instead put your attention on what you should start doing the best way to stop destructive behavior is to do good if you give your life to creating the good and the beautiful to yourself and others you will simply run out of time for self-destructive behavior, if you make your intention of if you make the intention of your life to do all the good you can, you will simply run out of time to worry about the things you once thought you could change. You could not change. You will run out of time to worry about the things you once thought you could not change. That's the whole thing, friend, that I wanted to bring you today. This is a short episode because I just had this one idea. It's day five, okay? You're going to hit some inertia, and it's going to get harder and harder and harder to make these deep changes that you want to make. That The pull is going to be there to, to make you want to slip back in. And there's going to be a time, just like in Star Wars, when he finally breaks free of that tractor beam. There's going to be a time when you break free, but you can't get to day eight if you didn't get to day seven. Okay, And you can't get to day seven if you don't get to day six. Does that make sense? So you don't have to think about day eight if today's day five. You just have to think about day five, and you have to make one decision. I'm going to do something good for myself or for others today. And tonight, when usually would be the time that I turn the TV on or get on that website or send that text message or meet with that person or open that bottle or, or whatever it is that you're trying to break free from or trying to start anew, tonight, instead of doing that, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to make a phone call to... A trusted advisor, I'm going to listen to a podcast and take a walk, whatever it is, okay? You're going to make a good decision, and by doing better, you will begin to feel better. It's a promise in Scripture, and guess what's going to happen? Ephesians 5 says it clear, but when it's exposed by the light, it becomes visible. You're going to start to see it. You're going to start to see not only the things that you need to deal with to actually get your life where it needs to be, but you're going to start to see the path forward a little bit more clearly, 
And instead of saying, every day is going to feel the same. I'm going to get off work, come home, engage in this XYZ thing, fall asleep, next day wake up and not feel good because I did that thing last night, but also still have the problem to deal with. And so I'm just going to run through that same day over and over and over for the rest of my life. Instead of that, the light's going to start coming on. And you're going to see a little bit farther down the path. And you're going to say, if I make this decision today... I'll be able to solve this problem and I'll be able to step forward a little bit farther down the path. And guess what's going to happen? Each day, it's going to get a little bit easier to break through. You'll make some new habits that'll start to change the way you used to live. And pretty soon you'll hear Isaiah saying, Arise and shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. The darkness is still covering all those other folks who haven't made that decision to cast it off. To, to grab this year of the Lord's favor and let it be for you to, to say this is going to be a house of miracles because I'm going to follow him. I'm going to do what he says. I'm going to trust him even when it's hard. I'm going to let him shine the light on the path. That's what we're going to do today, friend. We're just going to arise and shine and let him shine his light on us. We're going to arise from the dead and come alive in the name of Jesus. And we're going to start today. This is a house of worship This is a place of praise Where every demon trembles Where we proclaim your name This is a house of are full of faith You have our full attention You have the final say So come alive in the name of Jesus
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.